Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When this Just too much for me to face I climb way up to the top of the stairs And all my cares just drift right into space On the roof is peaceful as can be And sweet on, on the I get away from the hustling crowd and all that rat race noise down in the
Hello everyone and thank you for joining us back. Do you know what, mate? Do you know I still have a little bit of the cold? Really? That, that's since the 22nd of December. Whatever's going about, mate, it's like the plague. Yes. I don't know, man. It's fucking people up big time. Yep. I was gigging on Monday and my hearing went. I was on stage getting heckled and I couldn't hear cunts. Oh, that's probably a good thing. Hi. <laughs> so <laughs> Are you getting that mad like you feel like you're underwater? Yes. And then all of a sudden you're standing and everything just pops and clears out and stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I think somebody else was talking to me about that, man. I feel I'm absolutely... If you were to say, what are you at uh, 100%, I would say I'm 90% or even 95%. But there was a couple of days there that I thought, am I going to die? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to die. I'm all right now. You're okay. How are you, Paul? I'm okay, mate. Will I do the ad read before we get into it? Yes. Okay, let's do the ad read. I will do the ad Mr. read. Mr. Argue. Yes, so... Returning sponsor, thank you very much, Alan. It is Alan Argue and Argue and Co Legal. Um, Argue and Co Legal are a Glasgow-based law firm who have offices in George Square. They can assist you with most any legal issue. You're listening to voice notes, and I'm doing Madrid. Mate, I'm grafting buds here. Mate, <laughs> I graft buds. See, part of my New Year's resolutions was I got a book called The Game Right, and I graft buds, mate. Okay. I woke up to birds, mate. Psychological warfare on the street, mate. <laughs> okay. That's what I do, man. For a loving? 7am to 5pm, mate. I graft birds. And then see 5pm to 7, I do podcast stuff, right? And then 7 to like 9, I'm, I kind of go back grafting birds. Gonna help me, Paul? I need help. I need money. I don't know if I can give you the help that you, that you need. But anyway, Alan Argue, Argue and Co Legal, so they can assist you with any, most any legal issue. Don't know if that's proper English, but we'll go with it. And if they can't, they will point you in the right direction to someone that can help you out. So they'll have people that they know, you know, like I know other podcasters, podcast producers. So uh, uh, Alan knows other lawyers, other law firms. So if you need any legal assistance, make an inquiry with Alan Argue and Argue and Co Legal. Um, the main area of expertise is personal injury. So if you've been in a car accident or injured at work, um, they will get you the maximum compensation that you deserve. The main difference between Argue and Co Legal and the big law firms that you'll see or hear advertising in the TV and radio is the level of customer service and their approachability. They will treat you, their client, like a friend or family member. And I can attest to that because I have used Alan and arguing co-legal for a car crash I was in. And uh, the communication was absolutely top-notch. But you're speaking to a Glasgow boy, so very relatable. Um, they have a range of funding options, including no win, no fee. But if there is a cost they will give you a discount if you quote straight white whale. So any legal issue that you have, contact Alan Argue at Argue and Co Legal on 0141-378-4145. Their website is arguingco.co.uk. That's A-R-G-U-E-A-N-D-C-O.co.uk. Or you can visit their office at 9 George Square, Glasgow, G21QQ. Thank you very much for keeping the lights on here, Alan. But listen, guys, we also have a Patreon. So if you can afford a coffee a month, £5, you can go to patreon.com forward slash straight white whale. You can watch the video of the podcast. It's the only place that you can see the video. 
Um, you can get extra content. All of the funny bunches get uploaded there every month. And also there is a No Run More show by Darren. There's a few extra podcasts there as well where we talk nonsense or try spicy food or whatever it is that we're up to. So, guys patreon.com forward slash straight white whale five pounds a month and you can also help to keep the lights on if you can't afford that every week go to spotify get a free podcast but if you want to be sound if you love darren if you hate me please give us five pound a month through patreon.com forward slash straight white whale thank you very much paul I appreciate you doing the ad read every week. I was thinking maybe we could pre-record that or get Alan Argue to record it so you wouldn't have to do it. Um, either way, I don't mind, mate. But I appreciate you doing it anyway. And I hope that people listening to that can use that service because it's a, it's a genuine good deal. If you're Scottish or Glasgow-based, get in touch with Mr Argue and he will sort you out. So I, it's nice to be back into the podcast studio this week, second one this year, feels very productive, uh, last week my head was up my arse with the cold, but I'm, I'm getting there mate. We did it, we did it didn't we? I actually <coughs> said happy new year to you, you just, Darren did a podcast in the studio with a podcaster um, before we were recording, so he came in to do the podcast and I said happy new year, but I seen you last week. I know, and did you see me, my face judge you? My face was like, he's fucked, he needs help, he's got early signs of dementia. He needs to get took into Stockpile and need, you need jags in your arse. Full-blown pants run your ankles, jags in your arse like my Uncle Jerry before he <laughs> passed away. <laughs> Cheers for bringing him up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reminding me <laughs> of that traumatic thing. But, um, I mean, is it getting too late to say Happy New Year to people? It is the 11th of January. Right, so if you said it, I'd be cool. But if it's like people I don't really know, I'd be like, fuck up. Ah, <laughs> 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 it's getting too late, isn't Get, it? Getting a wee bit too late. I think it's nice to say it to people, though. I, don't, I mean, maybe if you you see somebody for the first time in, like, you know, July, uh-huh. and you're like, oh, Happy New Year, mate. Yeah. Might be a wee bit too late. But I think throughout the month of January... You're all right. Yeah. You're all right. What would you be like if somebody seen you in August and was like, remember that time I wished you a happy new year? So has it been a happy new year? Have you ever had anybody say that to you? No. I'm going to do that. (laughs) That's going to be the ultimate callback. I'm going to do that to you in a podcast in August. You need to set a reminder on your phone or something. Because I'll forget as soon as I walk out the studio. Um, (laughs) So how have you been since last week, mate? I've been all good, although um, getting back into uh, getting up early has been a bit of a shock to the system. Seeing yeah. you spend two weeks getting up at like 11 o'clock and chilling out, not doing much, and then you go back to, you know, 12 old days, man, you're like, what the fuck's happening here, man? <laughs> and also it's making me wonder why I can't just like sit about in my jammies and... Uh, you know, go to my bed at 11 o'clock and sit up to 2 in the morning and watch movies and yeah, play my Switch. How can that not just be my life? It'd be good if life was like that. I, I mean, I, I, see, I find it hard to relate to people that are, like, taking care of and still, like, pure, get up at 5 in the morning. You're like, you get, you get, like, 4 million in the bank and they're like, I'm still hustling, but... It's like, 
If I was like that, I think I could... I understand that these people don't feel good doing nothing, right? Yeah. But I could quite easily... I think I'm built different. Oh, aye. I am built different. Like, I could, I could sit up to three in the morning and I can get up at, like, 12. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? Go and go for a wee leisurely walk along the Clyde and hang about with my bird and play my Nintendo. So I could do that, I think, man. I think mm-hmm. I could absolutely fucking do that for the rest of my life. Aye. Because the thing that... See, when I'm sitting and I'm doing stuff like that, the thing that actually gives me anxiety is, like, well, if I don't work, I don't get, I don't have any money. Yeah. But see, if I had enough money to survive, I think I could be a professional, like, bum. Oh, 100%, mate. Eating out every night, going on wee holidays and stuff. I'd be like, oh, that hustle shit, no way. I'm up at 3am, getting the grind on. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag getting the grind on. (laughs) No, you're all right, mate. Um, I tell you what's been doing my tits in, man. See, when you've got the cold, everybody gets the cold, right? I'm no different from anybody else. But see, when people message you on social media, so it's like your life is still gone as fast, Uh but... I've got the cold, so I, I can't go as fast as what I normally do. Uh-huh. People still message you, and I'm like, oh, what have you been up to? I've got a chest infection. I've had a chest infection for uh, three weeks, so my head's up my arse. I can't really focus, and I'm just going to try and get to sleep. All right, so what are you up to the night then? I'm like, I just told you I had a fucking chest infection, you fucking idiot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Time's up by 20. Oh, do you want to go for a coffee in the morning? Mate, I told you I can't, you fucking breathe, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I get like irrationally because that, that is irrationally raging that what you're doing now you're shaking with rage Ex- excuse me <laughs> <laughs> that's an accusation um, I get do you know it, like there's been a couple of times I've had to have like an internal word with myself where it's like people message me my day off mm. and I'm like I'm on my fucking day off yeah. how dare they and then I'm like oh they don't know I'm on my day off yeah. They've just hired the podcast studio like three weeks ago and I've no sent them their podcast. And I'm like, all right, big man, is there any chance I can get my podcast? And I'm like, I'm on my fucking day off. Yeah. <coughs> Aye. Is that why you don't answer my texts? When do I not answer your texts? Get your lie. phone out. Get your phone out and look at the texts. You've not answered me a couple of times. Don't make things weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aye, that is exactly like what happened, what tends to happen is uh, I don't... So, see if I'm on a day off, if my phone goes, I'll look at it, but I'm, I'm not sitting on my phone. Yeah. I try and stay away from my phone. Quite good at that, actually. Um, but you'll text on like a Monday or Tuesday, try and take a Monday or Tuesday off. You'll text on Monday or Tuesday, and then I'll be like, I'll text them back the Wednesday when I'm back at work. But then I've got a 12-hour day in the studio on Wednesday, so yeah. I come in and I'm like... And then I look and I'm like, shit. Like, there's a couple of people, David McIntosh sent me a text message, I think, on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And I messaged them back, like, yesterday, mate. Wow. And it was because, well, over the Christmas holidays, I wasn't on my phone. Yeah. So, same sort of rules. Try to stay off my phone. And then I'm like, oh, my God. People have messaged me, like, thanks for the therapy this year. Yeah. And I'm, like, messaging them back, like, three weeks later, like, sorry, mate. I've been on my phone, big man, right? So it's, you know, um, I think that's kind of shite. But 
a date for me a date for me uh-huh. do you know what i mean and it's no like i'm no like patching you i'm no patching david i'm no patching clients i'm no i'm literally doing it to maintain my own sanity because if i sit on my phone or if i'm texting folk not man honestly i just feel like my head fucking spin so mate i get it i understand that is one goal that i'm going to try and do this year i find it very overwhelming actually i could if i had I could easily sit on my phone from the moment I wake up until I go to my bed and respond to messages from emails, WhatsApps, everything is mental. Cunts texting you at like midnight and stuff. How you been, mate? I, I just woke up there, bud. So I'm going to approach things differently. Thank you for waking me from my heart. Like, <laughs> imagine you saw insomnia or something like that and like you've no slept in like three weeks or something and you just finally nod off and somebody's pure mate <laughs> check this out you bought hi hi so yes i know i know what you mean about that as gain as a sore head i'm gonna take it easy see if i spend too much time on my phone honestly i feel like my jaw hurts mm-hmm. and like my head starts to like get sore because mm-hmm. i'm just sitting I don't... see just as i said that there i'm like maybe it's my neck position do you think we're going to evolve like that? <laughs> like, mate, I walked by, I, I forgot to get the cat's cat food. Like, TLDR, I had to get up early and go to the shop to get the cat's cat food. And there was like a mum and two sons in the bus shelter waiting. They, they were going to school. It's like fucking eight o'clock in the morning. And the, the three of them were like that. I know. No, I'm not making any comment. You know, other than like your Wayne's going to end up a crackpot, but um, <laughs> it, I don't know. I find that weird. I find that strange. But to go back to the point, I think we're going to evolve. There's a couple of things. Your pinky, my pinky, has got like a groove in it mm-hmm. for where my phone sits on my pinky. <laughs> I can feel like a groove that isn't on the other side. And I think maybe like my neck, maybe that's why I'm getting a sore head and like you end up with like a sore jaw because I just. Your Sell neck like just that. cracked there. That was As my shoulder. Mo- oh, was it? No, my dodgy shoulder. It's funny you should say that because I was in the tune yesterday with my pal and we were walking towards the cinema and two people walked into us because they were on their phones and it was her that brought it up. She was like, everybody's just glued to their phones. Mm-hmm. I've noticed my eyesight's getting worse as well and I think it's got something to do with my phone. Anytime I'm on my phone, I get sore heads and stuff. Uh-huh. I watched a, a video. What do you think? I think technically they're like video essays, but you know what I'm talking about? Like the wee sort of faceless YouTube videos where people are like, this is what's happening and they bring up like wee graphics and stuff yeah. like that. And the guy was talking about iPad babies. Oft. And like talking about like how the millennial, like you're a millennial, I'm a millennial. I'm a geriatric millennial. I was born <laughs> in 83. So technically I'm like, they, they're like, they say that I'm like mid generation i'm like half what were they what would they be gen x or something like mm-hmm. and then half fucking millennial but he was saying that the millennials have found it hard to to socialize a wee bit you know blah 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 caused by like the rise of technology um, and he was saying that the next generation of people are struggling really badly with like attention span and blah blah, blah. and he's like but what do we think that the people who are born and unfortunately their parents have just fired them in front of an ipad mm-hmm. 
and like what are these people going to be like and I don't know if we can predict that to be fair because it'll be the first of their kind you know what I mean yeah it's quite scary isn't it mm -hmm. iPad babies I've never heard that term before they're just constantly on something mm -hmm. just on a device raised yeah. by a device somebody was telling me that raised by a device man that's quite scary uh -huh. that'd be a good film it's a good idea for a movie mm -hmm. Get my dad's a fucking iMac <laughs> <laughs> well maybe people get emotionally attached to the device say like the way the iPad dies uh -huh. or maybe like your three and your first four your first iPad dies when you get a new iPad and like, pure, like a pet dying maybe yeah. like some sort of emotional attachment but somebody was telling me and, and no name's been named that their friend's toddler daughter has an American accent because of the amount of YouTube that they watch. Wow. So they are total Scottish, west of Scotland, full family, and this toddler's two or three get an American accent. That's mental. That's crazy to me, man. Well, do you remember a show called Peppa Pig? Uh-huh. I had a neighbour's daughter that spoke like Peppa Pig all the time and they had to stop her from watching it because she was just obsessed with it. It's mad. I spoke, when I was younger, I spoke like Cilla Black. I was kidding on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-ra! You're standing at the door <laughs> and the family are leaving. Ta-ra! Hi. My brother was like Mr Blobby. Blobby, 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 uh, get that away from him. He sounds like that in school. My my big brother was a paedophile so he watched Jimmy said, oh sorry, fucking hell man. Jesus. You're a fucking pig, do you know that? Jesus. You're a fucking pig. Constantly fucking us every week. Have <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> you got any plans for the weekend? I have got the most jam-packed weekend ever, including a funny bun show. Yes. On Saturday night. First Saturday night in Blackfriars for the funny bunch. Yes, sold out. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it too. Um, what is that your plans for the weekend? Oh, we'll good. get to the funny bunch in a minute. I'm in here doing back-to-back podcasts on Saturday, straight to the funny bunch, back in here doing back-to-back podcasts till like four o'clock on Sunday after that. In fact, and then I'm going to wash out today to film a podcast in a gym. Uh, so I'll, I'm flat out until six o'clock on Sunday night, man. Wishy. The bold wishy mafia. Um... I'm looking forward to the Funny Bunch on Saturday. It's been sold out for a while. Uh, Gary Folds will be closing. In the middle, we've got Paddy. What's Paddy's surname again? Um, Dinting? No. No, fuck, I was talking about Paddy earlier on. I was gassing you up, Paddy. Linton. Linton. Sorry, Paddy. Julia Sutherland's in the middle as well, and I've, I'm going to confirm an opener tonight. Paul's filming it as well. It's going to be good. We're looking forward to it. It's a good weekend ahead. And then I will announce the the February one after the weekend. Um, How's Edinburgh going? Do you know, it's no so sold many tickets, mate, but we've not really pushed it yet. But we'll get there. When it's is it? The 30th of January. I think we've sold five tickets or something. I need to push it. I don't think I've seen any promo or anything for it. I know. Cutting about. We'll get there. I'll get the weekend out the way and then I'll... I can't multitask. My head's fucking fried. Uh, my head's fucked man. my head's fucking Friday fuck alright I was an iPad baby that's how we've got closing the show an iPad <laughs> then I AI hello I am a stand up comedian me one on cuts buying tickets <laughs> <laughs> they're listening to this podcast I, oh, fuck that man 
Um, no, but yeah, I'll get it sorted after the weekend. I'm also gigging. I'm gigging at the Monkey Barrel tomorrow. Are you? Yeah. Doing two gigs for them. Oh. That's my first. I've done a show at the Monkey Barrel before, but I've never been part of the weekend. Is that a good venue? I have only ever walked past it. I've never been in. Yes. I've been in the stand in Edinburgh and done filming there, but I've never filmed in Monkey Barrel. It's a good venue. Good people that love comedy. And part of my New Year's resolutions this year was to do more gigs elsewhere. So I asked them if I could get on the lineup. And I'm gigging with Stuart McPherson tomorrow, so I'm, Brilliant. Looking, I'm looking forward to it. That's got to be good. Getting back into about it, uh, I've done um, the roast battle as well for the first time. Ever t- First time I've ever done anything like that. I've seen a clip, so you were roasting... Um, Silas. Silas, and I've seen a clip. How yeah. did you find it? You're saying that was your first time ever doing yeah. something like that, right? Yeah. How did you find... I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I don't think it's for me, though. It's no my cup of tea. What do you not like about it? I don't know. I just didn't really feel like stand-up. I like telling jokes. It was nice to be able to like write different jokes, but I don't know. It was a good laugh. Silas is my pal. So Did it feel cruel? It did is feel it like cruel. You don't you feel bad slagging folk? Yeah. Surely you are in you know the score. There's a contract. There's an unsaid contract when you go into a roast battle. You can say what you want. Yes. Nobody takes it personally. It's all fun and games, you know. Uh, I it was that. I mean, me and Silas are pals, so we ran kind of jokes past each other. But I just don't think it's my cup of tea. I did enjoy it though. Uh-huh. Do you I know what I liked it. about what you, you did? Just thinking about it there, like you actually tried to tell a joke. So you're, I was thinking there, like you did try and use Silas, but then sort of spin it into a joke whereas a lot of the time when I see it it's like they they basically go look at him yeah. do you know what I mean like it's all about like looks rather than you know like some like, co- like comedy's funniest when it's no that obvious do you get what, do yeah. you get what I'm saying I yeah. understand why if you've got to do a roast battle that you pick on how somebody looks because it's everybody in the room they don't know it's different if you've got a day Comedy Central's roast a fucking Cat Williams or something like everybody knows him. You can dig into his past, you can make jokes about shit that he's done because he's famous. But when people are going to see like the Black Friars, don't know, you know what I mean? They don't know Mikey Motion, they might maybe know. So it's an easy way to just be going, well, you know. Look at his fucking gargoyle freak face. <laughs> Kidding on, mate. Not Mikey, of course. <laughs> <And> he, I, <laughs> everybody's pure fucked after it. I've never knew I had a gargoyle face. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever heard that. Couldn't scrap him. Aye, but no, here it was good. It was a good night. And it's, it's like I said, I'm just saying yes to different things and doing different things. But It's a popular format. Yeah. The old roast battle. Yeah. There's some really good joke writers out there as well. Aye. Yeah, like Alan Jay, uh-huh. you know, he's a great joke. He does blood, blood, Sweat and Fears podcast, so if anybody's with Dean, uh, Dean T. Burn, yep. so they've got a podcast, Blood, Sweat and Fears, where they break down horror movies. And uh, You've done an episode yes, of Blood, Sweat yes, and Fears, so if anybody wants to go and have a listen. So uh, is Alan, I've never seen Alan do stand-up. I've never seen him do stand-up, but when I seen him do the roast battle, I offered him a funny bunch after it. So he's doing the funny bunch in February with Dean as well. Right. So, so got him to be your open spot on Saturday. Aye. Aye, that's true. Oh, well. 
but I it was good good times ahead um I was also gonna go to a gig tonight but I don't know if I can make it there's a gig at uh what's it called again King Tuts mm-hmm. but I think I might have something on and I might miss it part of my new year's thing was to just start doing things and saying yes to stuff and I was just gonna go to a random gig the night at King Tuts but I don't have you put that out on TikTok that you're doing that? Please don't put that out Why? to TikTok. Because I'm Cause sure you get sixty-year-old guys like, mate, can you paint my fucking fence in my garden, mate? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Can you date dressed up as Bobby? But <sighs> would you do that? I mean, if there were painters, I <laughs> <laughs> fucking right, I would. Probably. Don't put that out on TikTok. How do you think I'm gonna get some mad? requests aye. aye if you're doing like a pure yes man type thing see the Jim Carrey movie yeah is that a true story do you know I think it's based on a book right that's a, a true story right and obviously yes man's been hand, hammed up but that's kind of where I got the idea from I get questions like that all the time anyway I get fucking mad see some of the messages I get on social media man like, fry your nut aye Mental. Let's go on then. I'm going to joke about it at the Funny Bunch on right, Saturday. Okay. I don't know if I'll say it on the podcast, but it's so, you know, night and day, the difference. Uh-huh. I'm, I'll joke it. I'll leave it for the Funny Bunch. I only it. really ever get, like, I, I mean, my Instagram's deleted now because I just run my, my business again. <laughs> Going through this process of like, let's get off the fucking internet. Like, uh-huh. let's stay off the internet. You know, um, I think I'd mentioned on here at the time that I had a rough year last year, and then in the sort of Christmassy episodes, and I, and a lot of my problems is on the internet. It's not even fucking real life. Do you know what I mean? And it's a load of fucking nonsense. But um, I would get like the thing that I would get the most is people like looking for something. Do you know what I mean? And like, oh mate, like any advice on mental health or something yeah. like, like gambling addicts? And I'm like, how do I respond to this? Do you know what I mean? And like in any sort of meaningful way. Like and I'm a and I would give me anxiety because I'd be like, I need to say the right thing to this person. I can't be like, I can't patch it, somebody that's looking for help. Mm-hmm. And also if I say the wrong thing, like it could hurt somebody or you know you know what I mean? Or like fucking people being like, mate, how do I start a podcast? Do you know what I mean? And yeah. you're like, you take your head out your ass. That's fucking step one. Yeah. <laughs> like unsolicited people wanting like advice. Do you know what I mean? And like free advice or whatever. That's the only thing that I really get. Yeah, that's that can be really annoying, especially when you actually try to help them. I had a boy that used to message me all the time. Can I come on the podcast as a guest? Oh. And I'm like, have you ever listened to my podcast? And he said, no. And I burst out laughing and I was like, well, why would I get you on my podcast? You don't even know what it's about. And he was like, I can talk about this subject. And I was like, but that's your life, mate. So start your own podcast and talk about that subject. Uh-huh. I told him that about 30 times and then he messaged me again and he was just like, nobody's going to have me on their podcast. And I just ignored him. I was like, I'm just going to repeat uh, myself. Uh, aye. Well, I've had that. I've had a few things like that. I think I'll tell you two that were particularly. One was one was bad, right? One was just like, okay, mate, right? One was 
a guy messaged me and, and was saying like, can I come on uh, Rebel City? And I was like, messaged him, but he was a mate of a mate and I'd met the guy at a stag do. And I was like, would you want to talk about? And he was like, oh, I've got a YouTube channel that does like comics. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And I was like, I had like nine subscribers. Do you not know, know that that's important? Uh -huh. But one, we don't talk about comics. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it was totally like, and I was like, it's not even like the guy's done what one video so I, I did like the worst thing that you could do oh I'll, I'll maybe like i've got a lot of guests to get through i'll, I'll maybe message you that's the worst thing to do just say no just be yeah. like fuck off do you know what i mean because then i would be getting constant like every week blah, blah 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 and then he blocked me oh wow sent me an abusive message and blocked me so that was one the other one was somebody sent me a message being like um I'm looking for some advice about doing a podcast. And I was like, all right, cool. Blah, blah, blah. Like, here's, you know, you could buy a mic. What, what you're looking for? Oh, I wanted to come into your studio. Perfect. Here's how you book into the studio. So the guy booked in like a two-hour slot, which when you book through my website, it's got like prices. You need to agree. If you cancel within 48 hours, you'll be charged. Like, is this all good? He agreed to it. He turned up and then he was like, where's, where's, where's Matt? that does Rebel City with me. And I was like, why would Matt be here? Oh, I was going to, I wanted to be a guest on Rebel City. <laughs> wow. I was like, what? Like, fucking hell. And I mean, so that's the worst stuff. I can relate to it, mate. <laughs> I've had, you know, <clears throat> I won't name the guy either, but I went to a comedy showcase a couple of months ago and I kind of know the guy's face and he did his first ever gig there. And he seen me in the crowd and he messaged me on Facebook and he's like, can I have a quote for a poster, a comedy poster that you seen me and enjoyed my set? And I said, oh, oh, right. I thought you were meaning he was asking you for a quote for a price to make him a poster. I was like, you don't make fucking no, posters, no, right? No. Can I get a quote from you yeah. to put on my posters for, yeah. my, but it was his first gig? First ever gig, mate, right, okay. at a comedy showcase. And I just said, look, mate, I'm not giving anybody a quote for a poster, especially when you've only done one gig at a comedy showcase. I'm not being cheeky, mate, but that's not how it works. It, uh -huh. It's not that easy. Oh, don't worry about it, mate. I was just asking and I was like, no worries. And then he was trying to ask me about a gig that he set up. He set up this paid gig. And I said, if you're looking for some advice, I would say you shouldn't be charging people tickets for comedy straight away, mate. Just earn your stripes, gig away, keep your head down, don't run events, don't make posters, 
just focus on gigging. And then I checked the other night and he unfriended me. Like, what a prick. Oh, that's a shame. So that's you blacklisted for life, you fucking rat. Will we go and kill him? I'm going to kill him, I. I'm going to end his life. I'm actually going to wrap his full carcass up in a carpet and just dump it in the Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to comedy. No, but I can't, I'm looking forward to seeing that cunt in a green room in four months. I'm just going to be like, why did you unfriend me? I'm Red Dragon, mate. I will fuck you. You fuck me. I fuck you. Just like grab a chair for the other side of the room and do like that. Like night people don't really do this anymore, but spin it run <laughs> like a like a, a like a, a guidance counselor in an eighties teen movie and like sit and just be like, "Aye, why did you unfriend me? Eh? You fuck me. I fuck you. <laughs> Aye, but people are very." I've noticed that recently, people are very touchy and their egos are wild and they take it, they take things as, they get offended really easily and you're, and you're like, I never even said anything offensive there pal, I'm, I'm literally giving you the best advice available, is it just because you just want a quote for your poster and you don't care about the consequences, you don't just play a five a game, a game of five asides and then you play for fucking Rangers, mate. That's not how life works. Well, there's been a couple of times that that's happened by the looks of our team. But... Uh, especially Rangers, am I right? <laughs> Come on. Kid, Joking, uh, or Barry Ferguson actually started off at the pitch. <laughs> 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 he, gets, he gets spotted there. Oh, well, Smith is on his way home. <laughs> um, I think people are like... <clears throat> I think that I'm trying to... Why are people like that? I, I think that I, I think that people that are like that are doing things like stand-up or music or any creative endeavour, like a podcast or whatever. Anybody that's like that, really touchy, like you don't reply to them and they're pure, you're a prick, you think you're fucking... They're doing it off the wrong reasons, I think. I don't... I think that they're, like you're saying, they're trying to feed their ego. Mm -hmm. They're trying... You know what I mean? And like the way that... We'll not mention names, but there's been a couple of like prominent Scottish celebrities that have went, I'm going to go and do stand-up. Yeah. And it, it, do you know what I mean? And then really all they're trying to do is go on a fucking stage. Do mm -hmm. you know what I mean? They don't give a fuck about stand-up. They don't care about, you know, no, no passion for it. They just think, Pfft. they just watch somebody day and go, I could do that. And it's like, no, you couldn't. Yeah. No, you couldn't. That's why like, I've had multiple, no, I'm no fucking, because I, I don't think I'll ever do it. I've had multiple comedians say to me, like, you should, get a go I think you said to me once you should just do five minutes and just Gary Falls said to me once like why do fuck Chrissy Rosa I'm like ah, ah nope yeah nope I've been on a stage yeah. with a band and other people there with me and I don't want to get up there and stone my mic and talk shit like I just don't think I could do it yeah so aye but I think like guys like that they're hoping that you're gonna see them oh Darren Kong's going to see me, I'm going to do a funny bunch and then I'll be live at Apollo next year and it's like, you're doing yeah. it for the wrong reasons, mate. Yeah. I would, I mean, I get it. Like, even with the funny bunch, cunts are like, how come you've no gave us a gig yet? And I'm like, mate, I told you I would get to you. It's a monthly gig. It's booked months in advance. When I tell you I'm going to give you a gig, I'm going to give you a gig. Like Alan J, for example, great guy. He's doing well. Um, don't have a problem with him. He doesn't have a problem with me. 
I told him months ago, I was like, mate, I'll get to you and the time has come and I'm like, February. And he said, thank you very uh, much. Beautiful. That's the way it should be. If it was weekly, I would have been through everybody, but other people are like, how come Conal, uh, does Conal hate me on it? No, I'm booking a fucking monthly night mm -hmm. and I've no seen you day stand up either. So if I've no seen you, I don't book you. So mm -hmm. fucking suck my banger, man. Mm -hmm. I better watch saying that to some comedians because they would happily suck my banger. They would happily suck your banger. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd suck it back. I'll tell you, like, <clears throat> outside of people that I know personally, I don't think I have ever had a response off of anybody sending them their sets for the funny bunch. But Gita sent me the most love. That's how you say her name, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my God, I just got the fear <clears> of <throat> my fucking life here. She sent me the most lovely email about, like, doing that gig and getting my 10 minute set videoed professionally, it's the best Christmas present I've ever had, blah, blah, blah. It was just such a lovely email. I was just like, do you know what, man? I think you're gonna do all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the reason I'm saying that is just be mere like that. Be grateful yes. for whatever you get, no matter what it is, no matter how shite you fucking think it is. Like, just be grateful. Like, and good things will fucking happen for you, man. Well, Gita was another example, mate. She asked me and I said, I would love to give you a gig, but I'm booked. So why don't you come on the guest list as a punter and you can watch the show. If there's a, if, if there is ever a pullout, I can put you on and I'll promise you I'll get you on eventually. And she came to three funny bunches as a punter and then I got her eventually. That's just how it works. There's, there's no other way about it. It's nothing personal, but aye, people are strange. People's egos are strange as well. And I can't, I can't judge too many people because I was like that when I was younger as well. Like, aye. I used to fucking cut people off and all that. Aye. I think it comes for like frustration as well, doesn't it? You want yeah. to be getting going and you want to be doing this and you need to be patient with yeah. these things and people don't have any patience, you know? I feel bad for saying that you're doing it for the wrong reasons. I think sometimes people are just like eager, like mm. really eager, and it comes out in the wrong way. It comes out as being sort of like, like you're saying, being sort of egotistical about it, but actually, like they they really want a day or night. You know yeah. what I mean? And they really want. To, they, I think for it's funny how like if you were see if you were see if we were to go back to twenty twenty one and you and I was to say to you like you should build like a comedy night that. All the, all the like up and coming comedians gravitate towards, and you'll have your pick of them to do these guys and all that. See, if you were to try and plan that, I don't know if you'd have been able to do it. I don't know if anybody would have been able to do it. It's no, do you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. this has just kind of like happened, and people are gravitating towards it. So I feel like it's becoming a bit of a badge of honor. Yeah. Like everybody really wants to do that night and really wants to be able to say, oh, I've done the funny bunch and blah, blah, blah. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I think you, you can take that as a compliment that you're getting so many requests and people are actually getting upset that you're not putting them on the night. Yeah. Um, but in the moment of people doing that, it makes you feel like shit, doesn't it? It makes oh, you feel bad. Aye. Aye, aye, yeah. I mean, like blocking people and unfriending people, we know who we're talking about. You know, there's people out there that are just wild, mate. It's, it's all right to get a wee bit upset, but to kind of go on that road is crazy. And it's, it's no the way to go, but it, it is an honour. It's even a cool name, isn't it? The Funny Bunch. Aye. After Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I don't think a lot of people know that. Do they know? No. Nope. Especially the young team. They'll probably be like, who's Marky Mark? <sighs> How dare. How dare they? We remember Marky Mark when he was in a boy band. No fucking... 
Mark Wahlberg. Aye. Wahlbergers or whatever fucking insanity that comes up to getting up at one in the morning. I sleep for 45 <coughs> minutes a day. Okay. Also, he looks kind of, he looks rough, by the way. His body looks incredible, but his face, you're like, you look tired, mate. I Old see, and see tired. people go down to, like, single digits in body fat, their face becomes like a, an empty bag. Aye. Like, it really does. Like, I think Aye. people, like, sometimes people look at their worst when they think they're, they're looking at their best. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They actually look like... Well, I was going to say they look as if they're going to drop down deed, but if they keep doing what they're doing, they will fucking drop down deed, mm -hmm. so... Um, aye, it's a weird one, isn't it? Like, people are like, for the chin down, man, I look fucking great. Yeah, like He-Man, like, good. Uh-huh, but He-Man in the cartoon had a nice full round face. Uh -huh. I don't think you can get that. Where, like, your abs popping or whatever. They look like the, the waiting room in Beetlejuice. <laughs> they shrunk me inside, 100% man. I'm also, uh, by the way, I want to talk about that double nugget. That's the first time I've had a double nugget in about 10 years. I didn't want to correct you. But a double nugget is two scoops of vanilla ice cream inside two bits of wafer with marshmallow. What you ate was a Bassett's nougat. Ah, oh, Sorry. I've been saying that for years, mate. I've been calling that a double nugget. A double nugget. Since childhood. I don't, I don't, I think a double nugget is like the ice cream thing. You're right. Well, you're right. It was nice anyway. It's gonna, still gonna kill me. Yeah, I'm me. fucking. You fucked me, man. Yeah, my heat. I'm just trying to save you from embarrassment, mate. Getting in public and saying double nugget and cancel. He's the nugget. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I used to get. I actually got relentlessly ripped one day for buying one of them. So if anybody's what, <laughs> if anybody's what thing mean what we're talking about, it's the pink and white. Your mouth's pure water in mine too. Actually, I like a dog there. Oh, I've uh, even had one. Uh, <laughs> Um, pink and white sort of marshmallow, like a sort of tough marshmallow with like nuts in it. Yeah. Does that, that, does that describe it? Mm -hmm. A Bassett's nougat or whatever. But I get relentlessly bullied for two things. One, buying it. So people were like, what the fuck are you doing buying that? And I was like, I love a nougat. And then they were like, what the fuck's a nougat? And they were like, that's a nugget. And I was like, it's actually nougat. But it's actually know. nougat. It actually. I'm... I was a fat way and I knew what the fucking snacks were called. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that with Daniel Petrie the other night at Blackfriars. I walked down to the basement and he was drinking a wee jug of milk. A wee half jug. What? Like a wee semi-skimmed half jug of milk. And I was like, mate, what the fuck's that all about? <laughs> and he's like, it's just milk, mate. See you on like, Epstein's list? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I find guys that drink, adult men who drink cold milk straight, to be slightly strange. Mm. Like, check the hard drive. I would drink it in the house, no bother. But would you? I seen that in a pub, and I was just like, are you all right? In a pub? Yeah. Are you all right, mate? Would you drink a glass of milk? Um, I mean, it's not a common occurrence in my life, but I've had a glass of milk, but, you know. I don't think I've drank milk like that, since honestly, since I was, like, a wee boy. I don't... I mean... Why? Like, I think that surely the objective of a, a like, I like a beverage to quench my thirst mm -hmm. or hit me with some caffeine or whatever, like if I'm having a coffee or whatever, just don't see the appeal with a cold glass of milk. Like, it doesn't quench your thirst. 
makes you mere thirsty. I class it as food though. If I'm maybe a wee bit hungry. Have so I got right. Sometimes if it's been like midnight snack situations where I've been like, I can't be asked making anything, so I'll have a pint of milk and do that. Right. So like a meal replacement shake. <laughs> <laughs> a meal replacement shake service. I love a chocolate milk as well. Oh well, yeah. We know we've had we've had chats about Yazoo. We yeah. know we know the chat. But I, I had a mate <sighs> Marks and Spencer's chocolate milk, sorry, on you go. Is Marks and Spencer's chocolate milk good? Oh, I'm gonna get one of them the way you. Notice how I just changed you there instantly. Uh-huh. The, <laughs> the tone changed, we get excited. <laughs> um I had a friend, right? Who I, I, I wanna say his name. He doesn't listen to anything that I do. I know he doesn't. He hates me, right? But he's still mates. Do you have any mates like that where you do the dance? Happy New Year, mate. Happy New Year. See him out. All right, mate, what you been up to? Oh, blah, blah, blah. But actually, like, you don't like each other. <coughs> These are just mutual friends through friends. We're definitely like that. And the good thing about this guy is we are both on the same page. There's no pretense, right? I don't get invited. You know, he doesn't get invited unless it's through somebody else. Hi. So I'm good with that, right? Um, but we used to be closer at one point in time and he was like, as I've said on the podcast a few times, like at one point in time, I was like dick skin thin, like like shredded and for like about a week, right? It wasn't a long time in my life, I'm not saying that, like, but I was like a pure gym bro and blah, blah, blah. And I would get people would be like, oh, tell me about how do I lose weight? And I said to the guy that, um, like just, Briefly talked me through, he's like, I don't eat much. But he drank a full bottle of gold top milk every day. And I was like, mate, that's like 2,000 calories in that bowl. And he was like, like, actually perplexed. Do you know what I mean? And like pure, what? And I was like, mate, that that's probably the most calorie-rich liquid that you could fucking drink. Mm-hmm. And he was like, totally like gobsmacked. Like pure, oh, right, okay. Right, so I, need to, I was like, aye, aye, you need to get up. Subsequently, he's just get bigger, so I think he's probably just decided to, like, fucking double down on the gold milk or whatever, but yeah. I, like, he was drinking, I don't know, is it a, a it would be like a litre, maybe? Like, wow. do you know the bottle I'm yeah, talking about? Like, yeah. the Scottish brand, I don't yeah. know, and it's got, like, the gold tap. That's, and like, the best version of milk as it's well. It's proper, like, unpasteurised, like, creamy as fuck. Yeah. And he was drinking, like, a full bottle of that every day. He's like, I buy one of them on my way to work, and I just drink it. And I was like, it's very odd. That's an odd choice. I wonder how that happened. That's your daily calories in one drink. In one drink. Uh huh. Do you know, I knew a guy like that when I worked in a supermarket. He was about 30 stone, mate, and he didn't eat much, but he was tanning liters of, you know, like Asda brand, like pineapple juice and apple juice and all that. He used to sit with a uh-huh. carton. And tan the carton. pure liquid sugar. And you're like, mate, I, I've never ever seen him eat food, though. I mean, obviously, he must have ate food, but it was... Probably, probably a secret, yeah. Yeah. Quite a lot of people, when they're, they're that size, they, they don't eat in front of people because they, they, you know, they project the judgment. You know, everybody will be watching me and thinking, you're a fucker, look at that fuck, yeah. can't eat that fish supper, so they'll, they'll munch. Like, I remember when I worked at McDonald's, there was a woman that used to cut my sister's hair. And she was, you know, she was a big, she was a big woman, right? She's probably like 25 stone herself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like big. And every day that I would be working the McDonald's in the working week, Monday to Friday, 
half five through the drive through two quarter pounders with cheese meals, like super size and shit, you would see her inhale them in the car park. Wow. No judgment, man, you know, like my weight's fluctuated through my life. So I'll get no judgment for people I'm merely like stating facts. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And then that's like secret eating, you know what I mean? And that's when you get people that'll be like, oh, I diet and I, I can't lose the weight. Just I stick to the diet, it's not that. It's just I don't know, my metabolism yeah. or whatever, and they're going to McDonald's and eating two Big Macs on their way home yeah. to work. You're having four thousand calories. It's a shame, isn't it? Because I, I know the struggle. I've been there. I've been a secret eater when I was younger. I used to eat food at bus stops to get away from my family. <laughs> my family used to always talk about my appearance and my weight, mm -hmm. and I used to go and comfort eat at a bus stop because nobody would annoy me. It's quite sad, isn't it, saying that out loud? <laughs> used to get a chippy, go and sit in the rain at a bus stop and just hoover it by myself. Comfort eating? Aye. I'm away for a walk. Fucking hamburger supper. At a bus stop, came back and all that. I can smell salt and vinegar. Like, what the f uh, Oh, I'm Aye. stinking. Sorry, I didn't shower today. And it was comfort eating because Aye, that's when you know that it's no food reasons. Because I would still have my dinner and then I'd walk out and do that. And it would just be a, I don't know, a loneliness, a comfort thing. But Aye, for sure. You can get funny moments from that as well. I remember a neighbour walked past us once and he's pure, What are you doing? I was pure, Not nothing. Just eat my dinner. And he's like, off ten at night. <laughs> You're Don't tell my dad, mate, please. <laughs> Don't tell my dad. But uh aye. Secret eating and stuff. I love when uh you know, you get that I mean I've done it as well. You make jokes about yourself mm -hmm. as well, but they make jokes about themselves before anybody does it. Uh -huh. So like say for instance she's out at a pub or something and it's I don't even know how to use this as an example. It's just, it would just be so, it doesn't even make sense to the situation. I get what you're saying. I met, and this is, uh, that you'll get what I mean, right? <laughs> I met, do you know the Stone Roses? Yes. See the guy who played bass in the Stone Roses, Manny? Mm -hmm. Legend, right? Absolute legend. I met him one time. I worked in Virgin Mega Store. Everybody knows this. I met him one time, and obviously I'm 6'5". He's a midget, and he was like pure... Oh, I like came up to me and was pure. Oh, I check the fucking height of me, eh? Before I could say, because you <laughs> must get a lot of people going like, you're fucking tiny. Aye. Do you know what I mean? And Jesus, because you don't, you see people in photos, not, you don't get their height. And he was like, straight away, as soon as he clocked me, I was like, Manny. So I was just like, starstruck. I love the Stone Roses. And he was like, oh, all right, like, I'm fucking tiny, ain't I? And I was just pure. What a weird thing! To, do you know what yeah. I mean? And like, what a fucking weird thing to say. Yeah. But he's getting it out before you because if you say it, you know what I mean. For fuck's sake, so just fucking say it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And like, and you're just buzzing to see Manny. Uh huh. Just Aye, but I've not that type of situation. Uh -huh. It doesn't seem that it, him saying that about his height. It seems forced, and and everybody always notices it as well. Like, so if somebody's talking about their weight, you'd just be like, oh, we're going to fucking the golf range, and he's, uh, like, they'll be like, hi, I'm fat. And you're like, uh -huh. what? You know, like, um, so I've got a weird thing, right, where basically, like, I day one fart a year that smells. Wow. <laughs> okay. Full disclosure. <laughs> just letting you behind the veil. But see, when I fart, like, and MD can go and DM Sean and whatever. <laughs> they don't smell like in a day like comedy farts. Like, see, like if I fart, it'll be like, uh -huh. but 
they smell right unless I'm sick people listening to this podcast you just <laughs> didn't the mic <laughs> somebody's sitting in their work right now like did that cunt just make a fart noise what a weird conversation that, we're, that these two are having but um, that has been something all my life Mm-hmm. so it's no like I think it might be just a genetic thing I don't know what it is right for anybody that's like well, my shit stinks right like the same as anybody else but for whatever reason man like I rarely do a smelly fart like mm-hmm. um, but see when I was big and I've had this conversation with Sharon and she's like I was like I bet like see if I've ever when I was like really big I was really big at one point like 25 stone right and see if you were in a room and somebody farted and you could smell it. I knew in my head, I was like, everybody's blaming me for that. Oh. And she was like, I was like to her, see if you've ever been in a room with somebody that's bigger and there's a, there's a fart that happens. I was like, do you assume that it's the big bit? And she's like, aye. And I was like, so, but I was like 25 stone and my farts didn't smell. So, but I would always be like, I'm getting fucking blamed for that. I know I'm getting blamed for that and all these cunts fucking need and my fucking farts don't smell. Don't know why I told that story though. No, it makes me sad a wee bit. Trauma dumping. That makes me sad. <laughs> why does uh, it make you sad? I don't know. It's just the stress that comes of being a bit chubby and uh, people don't like, realise. If you smell sweat. Yeah. If you're in a room and somebody smells a sweat. Mm-hmm. See, like no, and I, you know, even when we first started this podcast, I was maybe like a couple of stone lighter. I'm in a sort of mid phase. Even still now, like I'm no big. And if I smell sweat, I'm like, pure, quick check yourself. Because when I when I was big, I would always be worried about, mm-hmm. like, if people, like, smell sweat in a the room, they're just going to automatically think it's me. I don't know if that's true, but whenever I've said that to people, I bet you when you're in a room with people and there's, like, a bigger person there and you smell something, I bet you assume they're always like, hmm, maybe I did do that. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if the listeners are the same as well, because... We'd be getting a, a wee a wee survey, but I as like a bigger person, like you pure worry about how you smell and like how people do you know what I mean? So Yeah. There's definitely insecurities that come with being overweight that I don't think a lot of people get that that have never been overweight. Thankfully I've not felt like that for a long time, but you know, sitting on a couch and always putting a pillar here on my belly. I used to do that. Like a wee in the back uh-huh. and just kind of hold on to it like that uh-huh. um if i ever went to a party i was always like will i be the fattest person there will i be the fattest person in the room and i used to judge people like he's fatter than me so that's kind of all right but i'd still feel insecure about mm-hmm. my weight um be- any mention of food or if somebody says oh they're a fat bastard you're like <gasps> Like the mm. oxygen gets sucked out the room or something like that. Like, yeah. uh, there's a load of insecurities with it, man. Speaking about farts, I've started... <laughs> uh, I've started... Because I've been sick, right? And I'm like... I really want to look after myself. I've been doing really well anyway. For a long time, I've been doing well. But I'm like, time to up the vitamins and all that stuff. I've actually been taking a new probiotic powder. Okay. I don't even know why I'm telling you this, I think it's because you're talking about farts. It's called inulin powder. And okay. You put it in your tea or coffee or juice, like a sugar, uh-huh. and it's just a probiotic powder. That Does ma- it sweeten it? There's a taste to it, aye. Okay. It's like a sugar, kind of, but it's good for you. Right. And you can get it off Amazon for like six quid, and you just put a wee scoop in your tea in the morning, 
and it helps you go to the toilet Keeps better. you regular, yeah. as Mama would say. So that's good. So I've noticed in the last couple of days, I've actually been waking up in the morning on the verge of shitting my pants. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I know it's working. I was going to say, like, Amazon, £6. Mm, and they're like, <laughs> no, mate, it works. Like, <laughs> clears you out. Hi, probably for the wrong reasons. It's just mashed up plastic. <laughs> it's good for you. It makes you shite. No, but aye, that's good. And then I'm taking another probiotic tablet, trying to get back on it. So Probiotics, they make you feel better? I think they do, mate. I think with uh, if you're eating things like kimchi, kefir milk, uh, you know, sprouts, and then you're adding that stuff, it can actually be really good for you. Be careful eating sprouts and then taking a probiotic things like bone broth uh, mm, miso soup all yes. that stuff is really good for you Pro probiotic prebiotic stuff if you want to go to the bathroom better porridge is good for you like just adding things like that to your diet i feel better when i eat see like kimchi and uh kombucha and all that ah, i feel yeah. better good for you on top yeah healthy there can be a lot of sugar in it but can Comparing it to other things that you you eat, it's not that bad. So I, I think I've said this before. They say that the Asians, the Asian people, the Asians. <laughs> that's fucking. See the Asians. There's like fucking. I wasn't being racist. Racist. There, fuck's sake, man. Swallowing my big fat tongue. The Asian community say that you've got two brains. One is your brain, and one's your gut. And the two of them are connected. So if you look after your gut, everything else will be cool. Get some inulin powder off Amazon for six quid. Do you want some? Aye, man. Fire away. Fire away. I'll try it. I'll give Fuck you it. a sandwich bag for it. <laughs> no. Just buy me some off Amazon okay, for six quid. Okay. <laughs> I'll buy you some then. Fuck it. Um, how long have we done? Um, we're, we're on the hour. On the hour. Quickly, I just want to say a few things. Do you know I'm going to do a jail gig soon? Are you doing... What, what are you doing... Uh, is it wholesome thing maybe? Yes, I think so. We tattooed prison blues. Yes, wholesome prison blues. We, <clears throat> we tattooed Dave and Jack Train on all that. So that's that was on my bucket list. I wanted Johnny Cash it and their jail gig. What what jail? Um, not a beast one. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not too sure, but I'm looking forward to it. And what else? What else? There's nothing really else to talk about, mate. Well, we can wrap there because we're bang on the hour. Mm -hmm. And you're recovering for being no well. And it, this is my first full week back doing 12-hour shifts. So why don't we just yeah send love to each other and get to fuck? Do I look good? You look great, mate. Look at I just switched the camera. So look at that, man. I know that my camera works top-notch and all that. And the lighting's good and that. But no. Yeah, She's a good looking boy. Mate, she, mate, honestly, mate, she, me, mate, I swear to God, mate, honestly, mate, that's what I'm going to say, mate. <laughs> no, thank you very much, Paul. That's us. Thank you for tuning into the episode. Guys, if you're listening to the episode on Spotify, can you do us a favour and chuck us a five-star review? We've no noticed any kind of movement regarding that stuff recently, and it would mean a lot. Paul said we've got a Patreon if you want to sign up and all that stuff. Feel free to add me on Facebook, check out Funny Bunch Gigs, all that shit. And I happy days. See you next week. And you're in pound of blah. Yeah, and a bit of and you're in pound of blah.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 